I'm Lisa Blair, scholar, writer, and international women's consultant. And I'm David Bedrick, teacher, author, and founder of the Santa Fe Institute for Shame-Based Studies. Join us as we break down relationships, drawing from depth psychology, our work with clients, and 18 years together in romantic partnership, diving into the agony, and the ecstasy, of emotional intimacy, conflict, and connection. Let's jump in! This is In Too Deep. Lisa, what's on your <laughs> mind today? I was sitting around enjoying a dinner and you're like, you got to do a podcast. And I'm like, I'm going upstairs setting things up. Oh, so I'm here. Oh, you're, oh, okay. You went upstairs and set this up. I beg to differ. I think I brought up the table. I set up the microphone. <laughs> you set up the computer program. Yes. But I did set up my chair. Yes, you did. Okay. Just well done. To say. Thank you. <laughs> Got yourself situated. You poured the wine for this. I one. did, I know. Thank you. Appreciate that. Are you drinking <gasps> wine while oh you're doing God. a podcast? <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about that. I shouldn't be talking about It's inappropriate. About. We well, I've I've now officially checked the explicit language box. So I think the wine falls under that. Wine is okay, right. Wine is explicit right? language. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So So you had something on your mind. And I want to know what that is. <laughs> it sounds much more like, ooh, than ooh. It is. <laughs> it's going to be a good topic. <laughs> the topic is defensiveness. What are you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even like your tone of voice. I, don't like I didn't do anything. I, you, I, well, <laughs> I, you, you, I think you started it. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of clients over the years have, when, when I've spoken with them about their intimate partnerships, especially, I, it obviously happens in all kinds of relationships. Mm-hmm. But um, when in, intimate partners, romantic partners are working out conflicts together, often a lot of defensiveness arises out of one or both people. And that makes it really hard for them to work out the conflict because it's like there's this initial intention to want to talk through the conflict, but then so quickly one or both of the people get very defensive and then it kind of, it's like a showstopper, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a conversation stopper because then no one can get past defending themselves. What do you mean by defensive? So if partner A says, for example, I'm wanting you to be more emotionally available for me. Okay. You, you withdraw emotionally. And then partner B says something to the effect of, you know, I'm doing my best or I'm sorry, I work really hard and somehow can't hear the complaint mm-hmm. of partner A, the desire for connection or expressing a need or something. And mm-hmm. there's... there. The partner B can only hear a criticism. Right. They can their their inner critic is around whether they know it or not, and it's kind of saying you fucked up. 
you should feel bad about that. You should apologize. And the person Mm -hmm. is desperately trying to defend themselves from feeling like they screwed up or they're a bad partner. Right. And then if they say something back, like, which often happens like, well, when I came to you the other day, you were too busy for me. And then partner A is now being accused. And then they say, well, you know, I've had a lot on my plate, and et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Right. So there's a kind of stalemate that then occurs mm-hmm. between the two partners. They're both feeling defensive mm-hmm. and then they can't get through to any good place together. Mm-hmm. I, when I hear the word defensive, I think I want to reframe it and say that person is, and you're implying this, defending themselves. Yes. So I never loved the word defensive because it, in my language, pathologize. I'm doing this thing I shouldn't do. But what I am doing is defending myself. So then I think if I'm defending myself, then what do I need to defend myself against? Maybe I don't, but maybe I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to defend myself. Maybe I am being criticized. Mm-hmm. And in that case... Rather than say people need to be open to hearing the criticisms of their partner or the needs mm-hmm. of their partner, another option is they need support to defend themselves clearly and cleanly and do it well. Yes. The problem is, I agree with you. Yeah. The problem occurs, though, when the couple does not know how to hold that. Mm-hmm. So they experience themselves on other on on opposite sides yes and in that sense enemies opposing sides enemies and not as a kind of a team on Mm. the same side that's deep Mm -hmm. that then can say oh interesting yes i see i just said this thing to you david you just got quote defensive that must, I'm, I'm being very clinical ahead, about yeah. this and, and I love kind of cumbersome. That must mean you need to defend yourself against something. Yeah. Maybe it's me, but let's, let's, let's assume for the moment it's a figure. Yeah. It's a ghost figure. It's an inner figure. Let's, let's help you do that. Let's do that together. Let's get on the same side of that to support you to do that. That's so deep. that you're not then defending yourself against me as if I'm your critic, but you do need help defending yourself against that figure. Let's do that together so we're a team and mm-hmm. we're on the same side. That's advanced relationship. I think any relationship that can, the individuals can take their personal experience and triggers and feelings and traumas from the past that have coming up and whatever and say, I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to focus on your experience for a moment. Mm-hmm. That requires two relatively conscious, awake people or a facilitator like you who can help them do that. But one of the, so I would think two things. One is your team idea that I would love to teach people. I love the team idea. Yeah. I had never thought about that because I'm such an individual player. You know, I'm just compete about with everybody and I want to win. So team shmeem, you know, there's no I in team. There's no I in team. (laughs) And I need to have it there, you know. What's the, what's how's the, how's the how's the phrase supposed to go? I don't know. There's something like I can't that, remember. right? There's, I think it's supposed to be done the other way. It's you know? like 
I can't maybe remember. maybe it means that you're not supposed to have an iron team. And I'm, I'm like, uh, but, no, I don't think that's the phrase. I don't think it's there's no iron team. Uh, shit, I can't remember what the phrase is, okay. but it. But so, we but, all know what we're yeah, talking about. I think I think that would be a great thing. By the way, everybody, we don't have a workshop coming out, so <laughs> we should have one of these days. We but but, uh, but it would be a great thing to teach. I haven't thought about that. I like, really do. Okay. How do you teach people to process conflict and difficulties as a team? That means in addition to your individual experiences, mm-hmm. I'm upset with you, you're upset with me. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold moments together. We're jointly interested in some project in addition to... Defending yourself, you want to say something. <laughs> How could you tell? Yeah. Everyone, you can't see it. She's like looking at face, me, like, hurry up eyes. and get done because I have to say something soon. Right. Come on, I'm like, get over get, get, get Whatever you're it, saying, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, 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 I have yeah, something yeah. really important to say. Okay, go ahead. What is it? <laughs> um, I'm shy to say, but not only. Now you're shy before you're no, like, I know. Like, shut up and get done with it. That um, I'm proud to say that that is a very natural inclination in me that I have discovered over the last few years and have spoken about more and more in my sessions with folks and Mm. noticed it more and more. This, this, I guess it's like maybe a fundamental, one of my fundamental teachings or something around relationship work, especially conflict work and relationship is this spirit of being on a team together because that intention, that spirit is so transformative. It's so different than seeing each other as enemies. It's like a game changer just to Mm -hmm. have that attitude to be like, let's be in this together. Let's, when we get, when we have a problem, when one of us has an issue, let's like get on the side of supporting that to, for us to work that out, for you to work that out, for me to work that out. And there's a kind of, Hmm. I'm putting my fingers together, like in a kind of bond. It's like that sense of like, whatever comes, we're going to work it through. And we'll be, we'll be like cheering each other and supporting each other and going through it together. So Hmm. we're not two isolated individuals. That's, That's deep. It's, it's not just deep. It's rare that people think that way. Maybe it's not in certain situations, but I, I don't see it so often. Um, people get polarized, locked into their positions. It feels like it's me or you. I was teasing about that before. It feels mm-hmm. like it's me or you, and I want to advocate for myself, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, or I don't know how to, or I'm supporting you so much that I forget to advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I get mm-hmm. disturbed by that sometimes in our conflicts. By it when that's not as much present, mm-hmm. I think I'll fe- I'll notice it when it's not as much present, yeah. and and I'll try to say something, but I'm not always clear that that's what's going on. But something I'll be, I'll be like, why are you talking to me that way? Yeah, like we're come on, we're on the same side here, right. kind of a thing. You know, not that I don't do that as well, right. but I want to go back to something yeah. about defensiveness and then come back to the team mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Something else that you said. So we're talking about defensiveness Mm -hmm. and i'm saying it's defending oneself and you're saying that's okay but there are there's a resolution to that needing to defend yourself let's make a team Mm -hmm. and help the people do that and defend themselves right so as opposed to 
I shouldn't be defensive. Okay, I'm going to stop doing that. You're saying, let's, if I'm doing that, you're on board, Lisa, with me mm-hmm. in this moment. Yeah, let's help. We just join in the team. And if you need to defend yourself, we'll help you. And then maybe we'll help Lisa. And then right. we're going to go, we're going to be a supportive team in working that out. So I think that's yeah. one resolution. Yeah. Um, one part of the resolution is this teamness. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that you're saying, which I hadn't thought about the team's issue and spirit, I love that. Another thing you're saying, which I do think about in terms of the defensiveness, is sometimes I'm not defending myself just from you. Mm-hmm. You're saying that in a couple of different ways. Yeah. Because you're saying, David, I don't like the way you talk to me. Right. And inside of me, mm-hmm. what a shit. I can't believe you're doing this. How come you're not a better partner? Why are you hurting Lisa? She doesn't deserve that, right? right. So in a sense, I'm really going after myself. You're yes. not doing that. Correct. You're not saying, what are you doing? You're a lousy partner. I can't believe you're doing this. Correct. I mean to tell you that you're not only dis- disagree with you, mm-hmm. but I don't like the way you've been and, and mm-hmm. how come you can't deal with that and what's wrong with you? You haven't addressed that already. Mm-hmm. But inside of me, all that's happening. Totally. Yeah. Right? So in that case, I have two people mm-hmm. I'm discussing with. One is you and one is, and we've been talking about this so many times, a ghost. Right. <laughs> it's this other thing, which is like bashing the shit out of me. Yes. And to that thing, I really need to be defend myself. Absolutely. Because if I can't take care of myself, speak back and say, wait a second, yeah. I'm not a terrible partner. She's just challenging me and wants me to listen to her. I can do that. I can hear what she has to say. Right. But something's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to take you down. Yeah. And in that case, I really need help to defend myself because right. if I can't defend myself from that Yes. Inner criticism. Yes. That ghost. And I'm just feeling like a piece of shit. I'm not going to be able to hear what you have to say. Exactly. Because my ears are like filled with how bad a person I am. Totally. So in that way, I need to kind of go, excuse me for a second. Yeah. Uh, Can you help me? Because I'm getting my ass kicked over here. Exactly. And then once we kind of say, who is that? That's my whatever. Conditioning as a male from my family right. system and da, 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 right. and my traumas from right. childhood. And, da, 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 and we right. I take care of that a little bit. Yeah. Then maybe I can say, okay, that took t- twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> no, that took <laughs> that took that took ten, fifteen minutes. Hopefully not much more. But I think people can do that if with skill and and help. Yes. Then I can say if- now I'm more present. Yes. So sorry about that. I'm lost in my own shit, and my own triggers, and That's my own right. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, just earlier today, we were having a conversation. There was some, what we call hot spots in that conversation, some little conflict spots in that conversation. Um, Because in short, I've been a total mess this week um, with school and um, have been very unavailable for the relationship, not just in literal time and energy, but in my even psychic availability, like my Mm -hmm. energetic being is just elsewhere and kind of dealing with difficulty. And, um, and when we were talking about that and some distance that's been happening this week, I started to feel really badly about that, about myself. Like, oh man, I've been a shitty partner this week. Fuck really not been there at all you know and like you weren't trying to lay a thing on me about that but I gave you a cu- couple little you gave me some zingers and I have a little elbow here, and there, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good at giving a few <laughs> elbows and I'm like all right I felt that guilt trip is for another oh, is, yeah. a, is another guilt podcast trip. please note everyone please, we need please to do note, an episode on guilt David tripping. Bedrick is going to teach you an episode on, <laughs> on how, how to take your partner on a guilt trip <laughs> To maximum Pack benefit. Pack your bags. We're going on a guilt <laughs> trip. <laughs> and, 
Years of training. Years of training. Unfortunately, the years have been training skill. me out of it. I used to be much I better know, at it. I yeah. know you, do. you okay. were better at it. Anyway, okay. so, and in short, after that conversation, I was like, mm, man, yeah. I said something out loud about how I was feeling badly about how I've been. And you said something like, don't like just fester on that. Don't just fester on, oh, I've been this idea that you've been a shitty partner. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help us. It's not going to help me. Just, yeah, okay. It's been a bit of a difficult spell this week. And we're acknowledging that now. And we're kind of ripping off the Band-Aid a little bit and being like, okay, that's where we've been at. And we're hoping things will get a little bit closer now. And like, don't fester on you're such a shitty partner. And I was like, right. Oh, yeah. Because it's such a well-worn groove for me and for you in slightly different ways to kind of just go down that road and let it take us away. You know, let it just pull us in like a vortex. Mm -hmm. What was my point in saying all of that? Um, Oh, the ghost, the the inner critic, like the sense of how strong that can be. And then we're defending ourselves against that and forget that we're not talking to our partner. It's such a big issue, topic potent experience in so many ways that many of us have very little room to honestly look in the mirror at something unpleasant about ourselves. I didn't do well. I hurt somebody. I'm unconscious about something. I'm whatever. I've been focusing on social issues lately and challenging Mm -hmm. people about race and there's very little room on the part of a certain group of people mm-hmm. um, to say, I want to look at what's up, what's up and how I'm doing that and where I'm unconscious and where I'm hurting people or complicit in hurting people and things. It's very, very difficult to do that when mm-hmm. to, we're in this topic of defensiveness mm-hmm. because there's very little room in parts of us, mm-hmm. me and stuff, but then in certain populations of people mm-hmm. to look at oneself without rip without basically dying right like if i white, if i have white to look america at, yeah yeah, yeah. right because I'm, I'm writing i'm writing about race and it's yeah. like and i think why do people say no way that's not race you're totally wrong and they like will fight me to the end we could yeah. call them defensive yeah, yeah in a yeah. way on that right, topic right and in a sense if i were to be supportive of their them psychologically mm-hmm. I, and I were them they're not going to ever admit this mm-hmm. but if I were them I would say you don't understand I will defend myself to the hilt mm-hmm. and say this is absolutely not not true mm-hmm. where Americans are exceptional we're good 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 my parents were good my mother was good my father was good I'm good I'm a good parent I'm a good person and they're so glued to that yeah and any room mm-hmm doesn't exist again i like this word afford Mm -hmm. like i can't afford to do that because if you pierce that veil Mm -hmm. past my defense it's not just going to be like oh good point it's gonna be like oh i'm a crucifixion like everything i built my life on right my my confidence and self-esteem is not built on a lot more Mm -hmm. and if you steal that from me and you pierce that layer I don't have much. I am like knocked out of the game. So I'm counting on what we're calling defensiveness to actually hang in and leave their 
social issues into their relationship. I'm counting on that because yes. if you pierce that veil, I like that. If you pierce that veil, yeah. you're like in. Mm-hmm. And in means not like, ooh, I'm looking at myself and I'm seeing something. Because a lot of times, yeah. I have to admit, I'm pretty open in a lot of situations. And to oh, you, yeah. To you, you could say about anything to me and I'd be open to it. Mm-hmm. No matter how you say it. Mm-hmm. But for me... I experience that opening as not pain. I experience it as love. Mm-hmm. I feel loved by you piercing mm-hmm. and I feel loved by opening and getting it. Yeah. You know, not that it doesn't sting, but it doesn't feel like self-hatred. Right. It feels like it feels like Well, that's because like loving. you you know and feel mm-hmm. that I don't want to hurt you. No, that I'm I feel not that. trying mm-hmm. to hurt you that's not my not just my intention consciously but that's it's not how i roll right that's an interesting topic you just brought up and you can go on i just want to tag it Mm, no go ahead the topic of do you feel the person wants to hurt you Mm -hmm. and and what do you do with hurt that's that's what you're just in that area of this in this we're We're unpacking unpacking defensiveness Mm -hmm. And there's, I need to defend myself. It's not just from you. Right. I need to be on the same team for us to feel together so I'm not only defensive. Yeah. Actually, I can't handle much of your challenging of me because I don't have much. Be- and you may actually have a little bit extra zing to it. That's the thing. And want to hurt me. Right. In that case, I can't, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be open to you wanting to right. hurt me. Right, Because yeah. then if, if the person mm. has an extra zing, then if there's some heat behind that in a little bit of a punitive mm-hmm. way then um or vengeance or something then or just straight out like mm-hmm. i want to hurt somebody for what i've gone through yeah. or something right then and in the moment it's you then yeah then that's not like that's not the that's not a kind of scenario where you want to say hey we're on the t- we're on the same team and like let's work through this yeah. or that's tricky and that's that's really mm-hmm. a true situation that I have that in me. You know that. Yeah, I know you. I have that I roughness. Sometimes I'm, I don't know what. Yeah. I, something happens that I build that I'm not aware of. I build a little resentfulness. Yeah. Over time, I, I put away a need. You yeah. know, right, 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 for a while. Yeah. That I'm not so aware of consciously doing. Right. And then all of a sudden, I notice that I'm taking on guilt trips, giving you a little nicks and knocks. Yeah. And then if I come out mm-hmm. and speak about it, mm-hmm. I might want <clears throat> to. Yeah. I might want to, this is like so embarrassing, <laughs> but some part of me is like, I'm going to show you that this hurts me. Yeah. And the way I'm going to do that, it's going to sting you too. Yeah. You know, it, I, I don't think people think like that, but I think. Well, I think, I think most people don't know that. I think but... it's really not so uncommon. No, I think it's very um, common. Like I'm really aware of my vengeful self. Yes. And don't think it's only a bad or good thing. I just think I know it. Like I know sometimes I'm like, yeah. I want to make that. I want to hurt that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't just think, I'm, I'm so angry there, disagreeing with them. I'm like, I would like to hurt that person. Okay, should I let that be free? Should I make a good argument? Right. And then I sometimes know, as you know, I'm going to make, say, these are the reasons I'm upset. And then the fourth one is not, out of the third, I mean, four, one, four pieces. And the first three are going to be pretty solid. And the last one's going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to hit you on something you did two years ago <laughs> that I've been holding on to. And why am I giving you that one? Because I know that one's going to sting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like, I'm an asshole in that way. You're a fucking asshole in that way. Yeah, it's true. It's like, oh my gosh, you know. 
<laughs> I'm like giving you a high five right now. I don't know why, but um, yeah, like um, yeah. So this is a tricky nuance to what mm-hmm. we're talking about because we're talking about defensiveness. We're talking about how it can be problematic when that happens and yeah. how people don't know how to get on the same side and work that out, or they don't know they're dealing with an inner critic. They think they're dealing with their partner. Okay, that's all fine and good. But then but then what happens if the partner who relayed the need, mm. who relayed the criticism, who relayed the complaint mm. had a jab in it? Yeah. Then what the fuck are you supposed to expect on yeah. the other side? Like, yeah, and I how think many I'm going to defend myself. And then not just me. How many people don't have jabs if they're if they're hurt and pissed? Right. Or, you know. And how many like, people will <laughs> even be aware enough to cop to that? Well, no, I know, but yeah, right. like <laughs> you, yeah, he <laughs> raised his hand. <laughs> yes. You will after the fact, you know, yeah. maybe or something, but, but like it takes some awareness to even know and to have even also the humility to admit, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. was a moment. Yeah. I we have to, to teach admit. about teams. Okay. We have to teach about needing to defend yourself and ghost roles. Mm-hmm. And when it's not the, your partner only, it's right. also something else. Right. And then we have to teach about yeah. hurt and then... On one side, and then resentment, vengeance on the other. When you want to hurt, like your partner. I'm resentful, you see. Yeah. So you're gonna, you're, you are yes. feeling a little extra yes. oomph. So you're not fucking crazy. Yeah, because people are not gonna think, oh, I really want to hurt people, because pe- that's edgy for people to identify yeah, with. I know. But resentment, yeah. people do know resentment. They know, you know? resentment, and then, which has the same kind of thing. Resent has a like. I, res- yeah. I, I, I would like to. That's get, right. It has a sharp, yes. jagged, toxic edge to the point I'm making. I'm not just saying I wish you would, you haven't been there. For for me there's an extra little yes twist of the knife stuck in there that's right so people then need to know about their resentments yes what they resent yeah yeah that would be a great inner work exercise wouldn't it like what what do you what do you feel even the tiniest bit resentful of Mm -hmm. what is that Mm -hmm. what are you not getting saying doing it'd be fascinating and yeah then working with that type of individual in that moment so we're not talking about the one who's being defensive we're talking about the one who wants to give the extra little zing because they're resentful or something or hurt is then hearing that expressing that etc giving that some space and some support to be expressed and then also what holds them back from getting to the place, it's like when you were just saying about yourself, I think, something about like mm-hmm. holding in the resentment for, or holding in the need, not being aware of the need, yeah. holding in something for a while, and then it comes out later and it's stronger, right? So then working on the experience mm-hmm. at the edge of, that's interesting, I don't come out with it, I don't come out with it, I don't mm-hmm. come out with it, then it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it hurts, yeah. right? So that's yeah. a whole thing too. Yep. Right? And the different styles people have, like you and I both know the experience of someone being in a mood. Mm-hmm. My father was a moody, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. means he's not acting resentful. Yes. He's just, but you get near him. There's an atmosphere. And it's like, whoa, I'm in danger. He yeah. doesn't look like he's doing anything. Right. <laughs> right? He right. could be whatever. Yes. Yeah reading a book yeah. you know or whatever he's doing but it's like uh-oh yeah this is not 
a safe atmosphere. Exit right? the room yeah. quietly. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Like I do that a little bit when I withdraw, if I feel like I'm upset mm-hmm. with you and I withdraw. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Let me, let me exaggerate. <laughs> I'm just going to do my own thing. That's not just like, hey, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm like. It's got like. Uh-uh. And then if you come near me, you'll feel like. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, right? it goes. Right. So in yeah. that way, that's my hurt, hurt. Hurting, resentful, yes, yeah, sitting in a little thing. Oh, there's no words to it, right? right. It's just like, it's just <laughs> like. So we have to also teach about or moods. a cold shoulder, right? right? A cold shoulder, there's, right? It's like an aggressive atmosphere or mm. a cold shoulder, yeah, or yeah, just or just an mm. absence, like just a withdrawal, mm-hmm. right? Those Some say the world will uh, end in fire. Yeah. Some say ice. I remember the exact words. Is of this it. Emily Dickinson? Is it Emily Dickinson? It may be. Or is it Frost? I was wondering that same thing. Oh my gosh. Right? No, I don't know. Okay. And then it's like... Some say the world will end in fire. Some say ice. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then the... And because I can say, I'm really upset. Or I can make... I can be ice cold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, what do you want, Lisa? You know? Yeah. And I could just like... And you know? And then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the end of the poem says, from what I know of hatred, ice will suffice. Mm. <laughs> because if there's a lot of hate, ice is sometimes even worse than saying, I'm really upset. Oh, you know? but is that the same mm. poem that says a pure impartial hate? No, that's different. Different poem. Now that poem is Emily Dickinson, right? Yeah. It's Some the- say the world mm. will end in fire. Robert Frost. Ah. Some say ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. Desire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. But if I had to perish twice, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be killed two times, (laughs) right? I think I know enough of hate. Boy, do I know hate. Hate knows me. I know hate. Yeah. I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction... Ice is also great and would suffice. I thought it was enough of hate. Oh, right. I think I, but if I had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate uh-huh. to say that for destruction, if I'm wanting to really tear things down and hurt you, ice is also great and would suffice. Mm-hmm. That's cool, great. cool. Yeah, that's great. Christ. Thanks for looking that up. Yeah. So, so that's it, where in that area of defensiveness yeah. takes us into. Defending oneself, ghosts, um, mm-hmm. what am I defending myself from? Can we be on a team? What if I have some f- fire and ice in me? What are we going to do with the resentment and the hate? And how do we process hurts? So all, of the, all of that is packed into your to- the topic that you thought was like, you know, oh, it's not such a big idea. It's not such a big idea. I'm like, it's a pretty big idea. Whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we close this up? Okay, so I'm feeling this like really compassionate feeling for our listeners uh-huh. as we come to a close. I'm thinking, is there some optimistic tone we can give? You're I mean, I know screwed. we've been playful. We're all human. You're, We're all screwed. screwed. We all have a shadow. Yeah. We're all hurt children. <laughs> this and is resentful. David Bedrick's version of an optimistic tone. <laughs> and resentful and barely can stop projecting on each other and think that when somebody talks to us we're hearing all the other voices that have ever heard us in our lives so we're mostly our partners are fairly invisible to us mm. and we're treating them like Phew. our our the people who 
Yeah. Hurt us when we were children. Yeah. The people who hurt hurt me three generations ago oh, in in uh, in Russia and Czechoslovakia, where my Jewish family was mm-hmm. being moved around because of pogroms. Yes. And other and then I'm sitting there with you, trying to actually act like you exist, independent <laughs> of all of that story. And we have to have a lot of compassion for us all because it's nearly impossible. <laughs> That's my hopeless. <laughs> So we're screwed. (laughs) As your doctor said about a tooth, hopeless. hopeless. (laughs) And the faster you give that diagnosis, hopeless. The faster you give that up, the easier your relationships will go. (laughs) (laughs) Drink extra doses of humility, medicine. Wine helps. Wine helps. Laughter is very. Laughter is. Come on. One of our. Superpowers. Superpowers. Yeah. One of the deepest medicines we have in our relationship yeah. is, and we're doing that now, not yes. intentionally. Right. We laugh at ourselves and each other. As not always, often not as always at the very beginning, but once we right. start to get to know, like I know I get into these moods. Yeah. We laugh about them. Yeah. And it does depotentiate. Okay. Ooh, big word. It does be- <laughs> depotentiate the mood. It's like, yeah. okay, here I am, stuck in my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm five years old, wanting to smack you because you were my mother wasn't there, or whatever. I don't know. Yes. But anyway, but you, but okay. what, what's your compassion? Okay. <laughs> Mine has um, a little humor to it, I guess. Yeah. Um. I'll um. I'll mm. use the word grace. Mm. Oh, please have grace with yourself out there. Please have grace. Just, just meaning compassion. Self kindness, mm-hmm. spaciousness, mm-hmm. room for being human, forgiving mm-hmm. yourself and your partner. In I mean, in a general sense, not in a, any specific detail sense. Just in the sense of like, yep, here we are. Yeah. That's right. Yep, we're human beings. This is how it goes. But if I had one thing, I would tell people to do that I think is implied in what we're saying that I think couldn't really help. Mm-hmm. get to know your freaking inner critics mm-hmm. get to know the voices in your head that you've internalized from wherever they are yeah. from culture from society from a parent from a teacher those are usually one of one or, or all of those get to know the central one or two voices in your head mm-hmm. the ways you treat yourself yes and have it out with those voices yes. regularly yes because otherwise you will do it with your partner yes and you can one deeper tension you can kind of go i've had it out with my critic and know parts of me and the father that tells me i'm spending too much money and then so many times and the mother who's not there for me so many times that it doesn't have as much juice because i have big fights i've had a lot of big fights with those inside of myself when they were alive i had some too but they've both been gone for a long time but i still have those fights out in addition to having the battery juice a little bit less from doing that Mm -hmm. I also recognize when I'm treating you that way because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, this is how I talk to that inner, my inner mother, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, so I can laugh at, you know, so I'm a little bit of awareness right. enters the scene yeah. that does bring in a little grace. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm just treating you like, yeah, I know this voice. I'm how I'm acting to you. I'm, this is how I get one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause you have, you, you know about that inner landscape so yeah. well. So the three things we're suggesting mm-hmm. are. Healthy doses of laughter, which yeah. require detachment and humility, yeah. and grace for yourself and your partner, and work on your inner critics, and at minimum, do it in writing in a journal. 
better to do it out loud, playing out the parts, you and your inner critic having a battle against yeah. each other. If you can do it with a therapist facilitator, yeah. awesome. If you can do it with your help of your partner, awesome. Yeah. But don't try to just do it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like where it already is. That. Journals are really good. Loud, loud is better. I just want to accentuate that because mm-hmm. when people write, mm-hmm. they're often not embodied. Mm-hmm. This is the so I'm writing, dear dad. You've been telling me about my how much money I spend and how much I need to make, and I'm really, but I'm not like, Ugh! yeah. You know, there's no growl. There's no oomph. There's yeah. no hand moving. There's no yes. body. Yeah. There's no body. Yes. You know, so it's, the words are really good, but the embodied somatic connection and expression yes. is a big part of the healing of so that true. problem. And yeah. you can get confused as to who's talking. Yeah, right. Because you exactly. can identify with your inner critic really <laughs> yeah, easily. Right. Okay. Inner critic. That's it for today. That's it for today. Thank we hope you. that really makes you... <laughs> fall in love with each other more than ever before we love you we love That's you what we know bye okay bye if you like this episode or learned something new we would love if you would spread the love on social media and tell a friend about our podcast as you know word of mouth is everything and if you really want to put a smile on our faces subscribe to our podcast so you can be sure to receive all our future episodes And while you're at it, write us a review on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. To learn more, visit intodeep.com. That's I-N-T-W-O-D-E-E-P.com. Music is In Orange Groove by Raphael Pistachio. Into Deep is a Belly Song Press production.